Simplified Chaos, Episode 54. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Wonderful friends, welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and handsome hubby husband, Ooh. Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We have a very, very special episode here for you today. Jilly, tell them what we're doing. Tell them what they've won. Tell them what they've won. <laughs> we are so stoked to share our conversation with our very first guests. We had guests. It's awesome. We had a great conversation. Who did we talk to? We sat down with a very special couple, Amy and Brian Dunkel, to learn all about their story and how they've arrived to be living the amazing life they are currently rocking out to today. It was quite the conversation. They came over to our house. We had a couple of drinks beforehand, which you'll listen to in the episode. And it was just an amazing conversation. So we are really, really excited to share this with you all. Yes, and to give you a little sneak peek, um, Amy and Brian share their crazy, hilarious rom-com story on how they met. It's awesome. (laughs) What their life looked like before kids, because they do have two little ones. The changes they've made after having kids. How they make time for creativity and gratitude every day and their unique daily rituals on what helps them prime themselves to be their best selves each and every day. Yes. So grab your popcorn or keep your eyes on the road, whatever it is, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) Popcorn. Yes. And get ready for our very first interview with Brian and Amy. We hope you enjoy, guys. All right. Well, we're going to welcome our very first guest on the Simplified Chaos podcast. We have Amy and Brian with us. And we're going to be talking with them for the next 45 minutes or so and really just get a look into their story. Yeah, so we are super pumped to have you guys. So welcome. Thanks for having us. I am so pumped. (laughs) (laughs) And to be number one, I'm like, feel like we won the prize. Absolutely. So the reason we wanted you guys on is because we, I mean, we podcast about just being happy and just doing things that feel right for you and just simplifying all the other voices and the chaos out in the world and just doing what's right for you. And um, I kind of met Amy on social media and just fell in love with the message you put out there with your podcast and just your story. And I'm pumped to hear both of your stories on how you met and where you came to where you are and just how you guys are doing you really well. And yeah, just hearing your perspective of it all. So I thought it'd be cool to share just a little bit about yourself, maybe how you guys both met. Um, and how you guys just arrived to be living the awesome life you guys are living today. But before we do that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> we not doing start, that. We always start off our episodes yes. with something called a gratitude segment. And we say something that we're grateful for. So, Jill, do you want to start? We'll go around the table and talk a little bit about something that we're grateful for. Oh, sure. Um, I feel like we're eating dinner. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's all hold hands, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful for you guys making the trek out, Amy and Brian. I think this is... So surreal. I know it's something so small, just visiting our home and coming here, but I was very nervous and giddy about it, and I'm just pumped to do this face-to-face versus technology. I think technology is wonderful, but I think human-human connection and physical presence is just really powerful, so I really appreciate you guys coming. 
And totally. I'm going to second that. And I'm also grateful that you enjoyed the beverages that we had before yeah. this podcast. Uh, we had the uh, the Gold Rush, which is one of our uh, our favorites here in the Kaselniak household. So yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, no, we're I, I second Jillian, and you know we're definitely grateful that you guys made the trek over the Bay Bridge mm-hmm. and are here with us tonight. We're so pumped to be here. Um, so it's almost Christmas, and I think our kids have been on a sugar rush for like a five like a five <laughs> day bender. So we're just pumped to leave them sugaring at home and come and speak with you guys. You guys are both so awesome, and um, it is just another proof that. There's so much good in people you meet in the world because, you know, I know everyone knows the internet can be like just an absolute crapshoot. And sometimes it's just the most wonderful place. And Mm -hmm. so getting to have you on the podcast, the Moms Who Rule the World podcast, and getting to connect connect to you through that way, and then being able to now meet you both and be in your home and for you to be mixing us up drinks (laughs) is just like such a wonderful thing. So we're honored to be here and, and excited. Yeah, I second that. I'm super grateful just to meet you guys and be in your home and, uh, Thankful for the holiday season and uh, just getting rolling on the podcast. No, and I think that's great, too. Like, I like where this podcast is going and that we're able to have conversation with people that we've never met. And we had a nice hour-long conversation before we even are sitting down here and doing this podcast. So I just want to say I appreciate that as well. So you ready to to jump into this, Jilly? You ready to start asking some questions? (laughs) I'm new here, guys, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, All right. Yeah, so I said before, like just how you guys, I guess when your life started together and the changes you guys made to just make your life the life that you wanted, you know, whether it was changing jobs or moving or whatever it was, like just to hear your perspective and your story, just I think it's just magical to hear how people are doing life the way that makes sense to them and what works for them. And it could look completely different than someone else. So I'm just, I'm really, I'm pumped to hear like your story. It's so weird for you to ask that question because <laughs> just on the way over here, we were driving and and you, Brian, you were saying to me, we've almost known each other for 10 years. Yeah. And he was like, what do you think about that? And it was just, <laughs> I am a person that like forgets all dates. Like I'll look at my kid and I'm like, so who are you? How old are you again? But do you remember things like Rain Man? So yeah. I, I <laughs> had completely forgotten. Great the, movie, by the way. Yeah. You were totally like that. And so I didn't even realize that it had been 10 years. And, mm. and I think everyone can relate to the fact that, you know, I was saying, um, these 10 years happen in the blink of an eye and like time just does that to you. And especially once you have children, it feels like it's on hyperspeed. Mm-hmm. But, um, so many of those 10 years have been like really cool and really weird. And I always say that I, I think I duped you because <laughs> you married me thinking I was a normal person. And then as soon as we got married, I'm like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to start a small business. And, but it's been awesome because we, I think have, really are always ebbing and flowing and we were talking about that before it's just like you're always figuring out what happens what works right now Mm -hmm. like what works right now for me and it's not always the same thing that worked even six months ago so i feel like i'm cohorting the conversation no (laughs) no yeah well we met the february of 2010 we met in a blizzard 
like literally oh, that's cool. the blizzard we met in. Was Pirates. that the snowmageddon yeah. that we had around here? Take okay. your Let's, gold rush yeah. and add about eight more of them. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, we met each other at 3 a.m. Yeah. On a sidewalk. I was waiting and for a cab on that was Highway. never coming because yeah. it was in oh, a blizzard. Wow. Before Uber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we met in Federal Hill. In, yeah. In where in city. Federal Hill were you guys? Or where, uh, the where, Science Center. Okay. Oh, my god. Where everybody meets. That's, yeah. My childhood was there with my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason we met by the Science Center is because I took a wrong... It's not like it was a pl- planned meeting, right? Like, I took a wrong... We, I went to get a friend and went too far down Light Street. Or, I'm sorry, Charles Street. Okay. Came on Light Street and was, like, past the Science Center. Because mm. everything was snowed out. And then was walking up Light Street and uh, saw a human. Like, literally. <laughs> there's, like, if you ever drive down Key, like Light yeah. Street that turns into Key Highway, there's, like, a little piece of pavement, like an intersection, and she was standing there. and uh, Waiting for my cat. Yeah. I was like, are you okay? And she really couldn't talk much. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like I was here. an endangered <laughs> yeah. puppy you saw. Uh, but, and, and, like, the reason we were even out there is because my buddies and I were going to go sled down federal hill we thought that was a good idea it is fun yeah Yeah. after we uh got home from mothers and we were like let's go to sled at the top of federal hill so of course mothers was open during the (laughs) yeah exactly it's awesome yeah so uh i amy wanted to i asked her to come along she came sledding with us yeah and then uh the rest was history. Never well, caught that cab, huh? No. Never caught that cab. And the best part was we didn't even exchange numbers that first yeah. night. We met each other, and it was then, like we went sledding, yeah. all this stuff, and we were three sheets of the wind, yeah. but we were like, <laughs> if it's supposed to be. And the next night, of course, we met each we other met at each Mother's. Other again. At Mother's. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was just weird. Oh, my god. It gosh. was so weird. Yeah. But you thought awesome. my name was uh, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, wrong name. <laughs> Never lets you live that down. No. Huh? Justin Bryant, they're yeah, all the same, it right? Seems pretty close. <laughs> it's like almost the movie, but like five degrees lower. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a great movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So you guys meet 2010. How long was it until you know he proposed and and you got married? A year later, because he's a nut. Yeah. <laughs> when you know, you know, right? Yeah. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I get really freaked out by big stuff, and. Brian proposed in Charleston, and um, it, he, it was a dupe. This is like my life. We were supposed to, he told me we were going to Connecticut to meet family friends up there. We were all, people were going. and was Like Easter time frame. Easter time frame. Like, oh, that's fine. Well, okay, I'll go. Like, you know, it's like a family trip. And and I'm in, I'm not a person that pays attention in life that has done me well and done me poorly. But it wasn't until we were at the airport and he was like, hey, why don't you like look at your plane ticket? Because I was on my way to Connecticut. <laughs> Pack it. I had a suitcase full of cold clothes and it said going to Charleston in April. And I was like, um, you're not going to propose, are you? Yeah, that's what oh, he said. Goodness. And he was like, damn, no. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Okay, cool. But yeah. then he did propose. Yeah, he did. He so liked. that's the dupe right there. That's yeah. the dupe. It's all, all right. a dupe. But nice. I did go to Forever 21 and buy some warm clothes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It was April. It was like 80 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's been it's been good. Yeah, a year later proposed, and two years after that, we got married in Charleston, South Carolina, which you guys had just have. We just, just went, went to. to Charleston. Yeah. yeah. It's a very 
gorgeous town and i think we're gonna do thanksgiving there next year <laughs> yeah. with the whole Heck family yeah. Oh, so yeah yeah mm-hmm. so we we're definitely excited to get back there and so you guys got you proposed in charleston yeah. got married in charleston and now here we are with uh what two kids now two yeah kids. yeah two babies that's awesome two big babies that's great <laughs> and i know you've had a lot of changes with, with professions yeah and, you're ebbing and flowing based on what's good for you. So I guess, what are some of the challenges you faced when you did have kids, like thinking about, you know, what makes sense to you? What I know priorities change when you become a mom completely. Like you look, at least I did, I looked at life completely different as soon as I had Lucille. So I guess what were some of the challenges you faced along the way with just parenthood and marriage and like how did you guys overcome them or just make changes? Sure, that's such a good question. Um, I think it's um, one of those things where it's like, you're you're always at the challenge (laughs) like it's oh you're always trying to figure it out it's so I am say my like non Kent Clark (laughs) profession is I'm a NICU nurse and I so I have been a nurse for many years and I was a nurse when we got married and like I don't know it's the weirdest thing I'm I feel like I up until a certain point in my life wasn't really a risk taker or somebody that really went outside of the boundary or felt the need to challenge the status quo maybe might be the the word for it but like something shifted in me and I think we had gotten married and we had gotten married in Charleston and we were working with all of these wedding vendors that we so dearly just fell in love with we loved them the creative eye and um, being able to see some of this stuff. Our one vendor that became our really good friend was renting this really cool vintage furniture and like just I feel like something happened in my brain where I realized that you could do a different job than you maybe you know how to do like you had space you have space in your life to learn new Mm -hmm. things like maybe you could start doing something that feels uncomfortable but you're really drawn to and I feel like I've been drawn to things ever since and I think part of the beauty in us being married is that you have instead of hindering that have been like run towards it and so Um, so since then, you know, I feel like we've had all these different creative things. I've, when we first, after we first got married, we started this really cool vintage rental company where we were renting vintage furniture for weddings and events. And I was upholstering furniture myself and we were like schlepping things around an Easter. Like it was ridiculous. (laughs) We had, we were renting a U-Haul every weekend and, and, but the thing that was so cool was that, um, you know, I feel like people were like, what are you guys doing? Like people were so in on it. And so it was like, people were like, oh, you're doing something other than just. And it was encouraging. Encouraging. Like it was like, what is this? Like, what is this thing? Like you seem like you're happy. Like Mm -hmm. you, like your friend working the ski lift. Like it seems like something is coming alive in you. And so I have felt very much like that. And I think we have encouraged each other in a lot of that type of stuff the last few years. And then you're right. Kids coming into the equation has been like the ultimate, whoa, (laughs) what does it mean? Because I am certainly somebody that could border on being a little bit of a workaholic. (laughs) Um, You know, when we were doing our rental company, I was pretty much working full time. And working weddings every weekend. Wow. I was working all the time. That's a lot. I was working all the time. I'd be up in the middle of the night at my nursing job, working on emails, come home, sleep a little. I was just working all the time because I didn't, still was learning how to do the job, but to compensate right. for that, we were just working all the time. Yeah. And so, yeah. 
But when you have kids, you can't, and and you don't want to. You know, like yeah. you want to see them. Yeah. So. Slow down a little. Yeah, so it has definitely been an ebb and a flow. Sometimes I still find that I want to work all the time. And sometimes, like I would say, like right now, these few weeks, I've just really wanted to see my kids and watch them play and haven't been working on podcast stuff. And, and sometimes that's what you need to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I don't know. No, I agree. I mean, all of it, it's just, and I think older, like when you were saying, like you got like challenge the status quo. I think that's just like getting perspective on your life. Like yeah. you don't need to do, you know, what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. what we, I think, encourage ourselves to do mm-hmm. is just to kind of follow your heart, if you will, and then just kind of go from there. And yeah. I think the kids, and then you're like, all right, well, this is what <laughs> we were doing, but now we need to like shift the focus a little bit and there's yeah. room for all of it. There is room for all of it. Sometimes each part doesn't get the amount that you want to give it, mm-hmm. quite honestly. Sometimes, I mean, I could I could double down on, like, some building a website, like, weird, <laughs> you know, talking about video. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I could go there and... And I think to myself, you know, there may, there probably is going to be a time where I am like that. But also right now, I just got to give it what I can give it and be happy with that. Because if you aren't happy with what you're able to give it, then like what, you know, what fun is that? What fun is that? And this is both, these are supposed to be fun things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So what kind of things uh, fuel you both to keep going, you know, to remain open and positive, change and grow? Sure. I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking. Do you want to start? Um, yeah, because yeah. you're like the optimistic guy. Yeah, like, yeah. like when I yeah, saw that, yeah. I'm like, man, Brian's got a lot of positivity things yeah. going in him. I'm like, I wonder what he does. And you guys talked about how in your home you guys have a lot of positive words around. And yeah. that's kind of how I thrive. I need to be surrounded by it constantly. So, yeah, what are you guys doing? Like, I know you went to a conference too. Yes. And I'm sure that was very uplifting. And, oh, my gosh. Um, fueling. But, like, Brian, both of you, like, yeah. what do you guys do on a daily basis? Something like, I know it doesn't have to be huge or big. Mm-hmm. Like, what are simple things that you guys do to, like, have that mindset? Yeah, I, I think we both of us just kind of try to practice, like, gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I could, if you're ever, like, feeling low or something, like, I just kind of think about the things I have, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, oh, well, like, this is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> worrying about something so small. I mean, it's easier, like, said than done, yeah. obviously. Um, but, I mean, that's just kind of my thought. And, like, I've always been glass half full, you know, and, and I just always, like, I just need to be positive. And I always feel like to be negative is just kind of, I don't know. It never it, helps. Yeah, well, I also think it just flies in the face of, obviously everything that you've been given Mm -hmm. you know if you've been blessed enough to have like great things so yeah i I think negativity is just exhausting yeah it it takes so much more energy to be negative than it does to be positive there's a lot more easy things to do you know that are positive than to be negative like you have to go out of your way to be negative yeah so and i feel this and that kind of in terms of like how do you stay and then you surround yourself with people that are obviously yeah. positive because yeah. like you you can feel negative energy just walking into For a sure. room and it's <laughs> like yeah oh, it's yeah. like do you yeah, smell that yeah oh. exactly yeah so i think that's a big piece of you know what we do i think yeah i think it's you know not only who you surround yourself mm-hmm. with but it's the job you take and the mm-hmm. people you work with i mean there, there's been certain situations where it's just like i've got to get out of here because oh, yeah. the people i'm with they're just 
it's a lot of negative energy, the people talking around each other's backs, mm -hmm. to, you know, and it's just like, I don't want any part of that. I want to be a part of an environment that's positive, yep. that encourages people to, to do their very best and bring out the best in people. Mm -hmm. You're all, you know, when you're working for a company, it's, you have a mission, you're very mission driven. And, and if people don't understand the mission and don't follow that, then you're going to have those kinds of negative encounters. But, you know, if everybody believes in the mission and is encouraging everybody, you're going to get the best work out of everybody. And, you know, I think it's the same thing with the family unit. Yeah. You know, we talk often on our podcast is that like we treat our family like a business. Mm -hmm. Like we have business meetings when we need to have business meetings. We do planning, we do budgeting. And, you know, we really truly treat this like a, you know, a, a business unit. But, you know, I feel like, you know, you guys are kind of in that same situation. Yeah, 100 percent. And I, yeah, and that's the other thing, like when you and then you bring kids in the equation, you're like, you <laughs> yeah. don't want to want to. Don't want to raise like negative children. They're the new hires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. you, you know, talking about being negative and that affecting everything. And I think, you know, if I'm walking into the room and I'm talking to my three-year-old and he can feel the negativity mm -hmm. from me, mm -hmm. like what am I? You know, he feel. I know he feels it. He yeah. can right. hear it in my tone. Um, and and then I'm just teaching him how to do it, or that he feels this sort of like, you know, we were just watching the movie um, Inside Out. <laughs> Always is. I've never seen it. Yeah, we only watched half of it. But it was about kids' feelings, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was just – it is – it's so true. You know, you – you. Um, I'm a I'm a big reader. I read – I'm, like, many books deep into self-improvement. It's, it's probably – but, you know, I was just reading something, and it was like, you know, who needs me at my best right now? It's like your kids always need you at your yes. best right now. Yes, 100%. And, and why not your coworkers? Like, don't they need you at your best too? Mm -hmm. Like, why, you know, if you can walk into a situation and you can be the light, it doesn't matter if you know all the answers. It doesn't yes. matter if, you know, whatever you, your ideal of what you mm -hmm. want to hope for. But if people remember that you were fine and happy and encouraging and you seemed like you loved life, don't you think they're going to want that person, like, back in with you? And Absolutely. especially when you're talking to your children, I mean, my gosh, you know, I already want them to have the best life ever. And that doesn't come with anything that involves possessions or things. It's like our relationship and their feelings. Mm -hmm. That's spot on. Like at the end of the day, you know, possessions are, are you know, just things. It's, it's the relationships that we're building yeah. with our family, with our kids, with our, you know, friends and everything like that. I think that's what matters the most. And just having those experiences, like we always talk about it's all about the experience for us. You know, we, we don't need things in our lives to, you know, make it better. But as long as we have each other, we're encouraging each other. You know, that's really the, the best thing that, that's going to help us grow and, and, you know, become close and, and, you know, continue to stay close. And it yeah. sounds like you guys are going to build great experiences in Maui soon. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's it's for travel for your work. No, right? no, no. no. It's, yeah. So it's free, though. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because of your work. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, like, I travel a lot. For, yeah. Well, I, so I am a partner in marketing company with two, really one of my best friends. And obviously, I'm good friends with the other. But a guy I grew up with since I was nine. Uh, and, yeah, I travel for work. And, and luckily, this is the benefits of uh, a lot of travel is – being able to plan something so far in advance and having Southwest points and Hilton points and, <laughs> and national rental car, car uh, points. And uh, so we're excited. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't wait. And the fact that you're bringing your kids, like it's like, I want to hear all about it because I know <laughs> that plane ride since we did it on our honeymoon yeah. and with two kids, like I just think of one kid and I'm like, Oh yeah. I don't know what that's going to be gonna like. We're going to need all the ju good juju. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. listening could offer up. <laughs> even past the point. 
We'll take it. Yeah, I was saying that's that's definitely the biggest uh, anxiety portion of it is is traveling with them. But I mean, we've they've gone on flights. But I mean, what's they, the what's the longest flight they've been on? We've Cali. Noah's been to California. Okay, Milo. I don't even know what the longest. It's not California. <laughs> she's also at a, a 18, 19 months is not a great age to fly. She's turned into a raccoon. Yeah. Oh she's a raccoon stage. So. Yeah. So oh. that she, she'll she be the problem. Yeah, uh, she'll be cooning. That's what we say when she's gone, when she's gone off. We're like, oh, yeah. she's she cooning. She's raccooning. So, uh, but I, th- I think we'll be all right because we're going to bring the positive energy. That's right. <laughs> bring it. We're also going to bring the iPads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. If they help with the positive energy. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what. We so when Lucille was just a little over a year, she was 13 months. We did uh, an eight-hour flight to Copenhagen with her, and you know she did great. But yeah. we flew with one kid. You're flying mm-hmm. with two. Yeah. Um, but I think it'll be fine. Like I, I think. The, the greatest thing that we went into that flight is we had no expectations. Sure. So that way we weren't disappointed and we were pleasantly surprised with, you know, just how she acted. And we got lucky enough that they gave us a bassinet for her to sleep in oh when we were on the yeah. flight. So that's incredible. We kind of lucked out, but Did you, know, you both are rock stars <laughs> and I'm sure everything is going to go fine with that. I'm going to guess that wasn't a Southwest flight. <laughs> it's not a Southwest <laughs> flight. No, yeah. no it was, we, uh, uh, it was Scandinavian yeah, airlines. Yeah. We had to fly out of Dulles. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean, Southwest folks are great though. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it's going to be great. You guys are going to get to Maui and have a great time. If you get a dude that tells the jokes when he's talking about the seatbelt, <laughs> yeah. you're golden. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Gold. <laughs> That's what makes Southwest great though. Yeah. yeah. I love flying with them. We just, we flew with Southwest to Charleston. Yeah. And, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And we'll be flying with them, you know, when we do our, our podcast episodes abroad. Heck yeah. We'll yeah. try our best. I'm yeah. here for that. That seems so <laughs> yeah. incredible. I feel like you guys are risk takers in parenting. Like to me, I feel like you talk about risk taking and like changing professions and making huge moves, but like parenting, like taking that flight, like to me, that's that's a crazy risk. But because you guys have this mindset, I feel like your mindset is what makes the experience. And it seems like you guys are just rocking the hell out of it. Like, we we've always loved to travel. Like yeah. I think that has was really we were talking about you know on the drive over here that we had almost been together for ten years and you know we were every one of those years when before we had kids we were always planning our trip where are we going like it's just integral to who we are I like to see new things and so you know the thought of waiting to do that again until your kids were at an easier age partly sounds really nice but it also (laughs) sounds like um you know i don't know if those years are promised like i don't know what's down the road for any of us like all you have is what you have right now so if that means uh, at one point in time a flight attendant carrying (laughs) noah who we had to (laughs) giving him some Benadryl and it did not work people and she was carrying up and down the aisles and when she brought him back to us he started screaming to not come back to his seat okay if it means that sometimes then it's still worth it because um you know we we've had some terrible terrible flops like going to Denver we tried to do this mountain hike when people were coming off of the trail dressed like they were about to go skiing and Milo was like in a onesie and we're like so this is not going to be for us and we took great pictures in the parking lot and we were like that's this is you know you you only have what you have so if that was our memory then that's the perfect memory so we try to be in a season of 
still pushing it and yeah. traveling and not just wimpy traveling, but like really traveling yeah. because why not? Exactly. And I have terrible plane anxiety. <laughs> Anybody listening? I'm not a hero. I feel like I'm in a nervous sweat about to pass out. Yeah, you get sometime. Clammy get clammy hands, <laughs> yeah. and wow. we still get through it. So yeah. you know, you you have to you have to still live. I think when you mm-hmm. even when you have kids, even when it's uncomfortable, and it is uncomfortable when your kid is crying on a plane. I'll give that to yeah for sure. And, and what we. I guess my lesson learned from when we took Lucille to Copenhagen is when I looked around the plane, there's many people with these earphones yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's really paying attention. No, like, you they're know, not. they're you they're in their own bubble. There's, there's movies, they have their iPads out, they're watching something, they're they're doing work and <laughs> your kid's really not bothering anybody. Exactly. So it's just like you have to kind of get over it. This is like, you know what? It's okay, you know. Yeah, the kid might scream for a little bit. They might cry. They might laugh. They might say hi to everybody mm-hmm. in the aisle that walks yeah. by them. <laughs> um, but you know what? For the most part, people are very understanding. For sure. Or they're in their own worlds on, on a flight. So it, yeah. it's you got to make it through that that six, eight-hour window mm-hmm. if you're taking a long flight. Yeah. Which, when you, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a really, really, it's a, a blink of an eye yeah. or a snap of a finger. So it's just kind of getting over that anxiety which is easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, sure. A lot of deep breathing. Yeah, yeah. a lot but, of deep I mean, breathing. it's totally possible. Mantras, yeah. 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 So, no, that's I'm I'm excited for you guys. That's going to be a, an awesome trip, and, yeah. and I'm sure it's going to be a memory for the kids, and, you know, they're going to enjoy that as well. No you guys way. were just giving us some good pointers before we were <laughs> excited. Pineapple farm. Um, yes, I, the pineapple yes, farm yes. is a must while you're out there, and, and they'll love that too, um, all the pineapple you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think you said it best where like waiting for the easier age, but I really think there's no perfect time. There's no perfect it's age. Point. It's just start. And mm-hmm. like, I know with you starting your podcast, it's like none of us know what we're doing, but we just have that beginner's mindset. And we're like, this is going to be scary. This is going to be strange, but we're just going to do it because it speaks to us and we want to be who we are and not, you know, completely change it just for, you know, comfort level or I don't know, sanity purposes, even mm-hmm. though sometimes... Copenhagen, you know, I think if I would have listened to my sanity levels, I'm like, I can't do it. Oh my God. Like going that far in the time change. But I think I just want to commend you guys. I think you guys are so brave (laughs) and you're risk takers in parenting. I don't, I think sometimes we don't uh, pat each other on the back for parenting. Like we don't see it that way. We just think, oh, it's, you know, we're just doing the best we can, but you guys are doing amazing things. Yeah. Thank you. So are you. Yeah. So are you. (laughs) Um, but I, I wanted to ask you just because I know support is huge to us. I think behind yeah. every happy, healthy person, there is a huge crowd and support that is like rooting for you. And I just wanted to know, like, what is your support system look like? Like who is helping you with your kids or for you guys? Like, I know, like we appreciate my mom, like babysitting Lucille. And He's watching we have, her right now yeah. so we can do this, yes, this a, awesome interview. Yeah. Man. Like we aren't doing this by ourselves. And I think sometimes we forget about the background and who's back there like helping us. So I just wanted to know like, what is your support system look like that's helping you guys like just be who you are and just do what you guys want to do? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You're, you're so right. And you always hear, um, before you have kids, like, Oh, it takes a village. And honestly, before I had kids, (laughs) you know, I was like, no, no, that village is like me, myself and I, like I, you know, we just, we just did it. We just were, would work and do whatever, but it, it takes so much. And, um, I mean, you are certainly, I would say my biggest support person, Mm -hmm. like 
you can just sense when I need to freaking go to the coffee shop <laughs> yeah. by myself yeah. for three hours and like pluck away or do whatever it is. Um, you know, I think we can vibe with each other mm-hmm. very well and um, and it, this many years in, be honest, like I, you know, I was telling you the other day, I'm like, I just haven't had enough time for me lately. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, I know. And, and, so that, um, but otherwise it is, it really is a village. I mean, we have grandparents that help out, you know, yeah. both sets when they can, they're, they're happy to help. We have a teenager right now watching <laughs> probably on Snapchat, but also watching our children and, um, up early, you know, nap time, like yeah. just kind of whatever works is what works and so the support comes in a lot of different ways it comes sometimes even not in a physical sense but like from hearing how you're doing it you know or like getting encouragement and support from other people that are like you know what i was i've been a nap time warrior on this project for three months and this is where it's at now you know i think it we um the answer to the support is is never like cut and dry it's yeah. kind of just all hands on deck whatever works and sometimes you need more support yeah. i mean noah this year is in preschool three days a week and and that's been a shift for all of us i thought oh i'm so ready like send him pack your bags boy <laughs> you're out of here and then you know you're taking him and he's gone three days and then that's kind of sad so i think yeah. it's kind of always it's just shifting and adjusting just depending on what's going on and sometimes um i'll be knee, knee deep in a project and i'm like i i need more time right now and that has to shift for more support yeah. so i think it's also being open to support you know yes. open to people helping yeah which is huge and like mm-hmm. we have close friends who help and neighbors i mean like when milo was born like a neighbor came over and watched noah like Mary, remember? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, and like all those things, I think is a huge piece. And then being open to it, and then reciprocating support is huge because then people want to support you more. It's just you know, yes, a, whole, ci- a circle, yeah, cycle, circle and a cycle. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think Jill and you guys said it. You know, support systems are, are are absolutely huge, and and it really does. You know. It's a cliche saying, but it does take a village mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and a know, TV sometimes. Yeah, yes. sometimes yes. a TV or an iPad. You I know was I mean? that it's... parent that said, "Oh my kid, you know, I'm sure yeah. everyone at one point was like, they're never going to do that." And now I need puppy dog pals to get yeah. me to make it some days and just to have fantastic. a sip of coffee, like yeah. without mm-hmm. holding her in my arms and hearing milky, milky, milky. <laughs> and sometimes it comes in stuff. You know, I appreciate the things we do have in our home, and sometimes it's like technology has a purpose for right now it's sure. going to get me through the morning and Amen. so i guess it can come in physical life forms and it can come in sometimes it is stuff sometimes it is a game or a tv show or an ipad to like i just need some time like three minutes by myself yeah. to get me through yeah. this yeah. yeah this part of the day but yeah awesome <laughs> so we talk a lot about seasons of life on our podcast and just we tend to reflect on the different seasons we've had like the seasons that we had when we were before we were married the season we had after we were married now that the season that we're in that we're having kids and then as lucille uh evolves you know there's different seasons just with you know where she's at in the stage of her life (laughs) so you know right now you know in this season of life that you're in you know what things do you value the most i think i really value just focusing in on quality time with things um 
it's not right now, you know, we have two busy kids and, and we have part-time daycare for them. So it's not, I don't get to dive into projects for hours and hours and hours on end. So when I'm working on things, I really want that to be quality time. Mm -hmm. When I'm with my kids, I really want that to be quality time. Like I really have um, worked because I am straight up addicted to the internet. (laughs) Worked to be really present with them and to not be constantly on my phone. And to, you know, really, it's hard. And I'm not going to ever preach that like, oh, I've got that because I don't, you know, it's a a struggle for me. And um, so to really just try to focus in on, you know, even when, if he's, I think of Noah more because he is like, he is like watches you like a hawk. Like he is studying <laughs> yeah, your faces. Right. Like he just is on what you are doing. He just is really, really observant. So I, I when I think of it, I think of him watching me. Like I don't mm. want him to look over and see that you know he's talking to me and I'm staring at a screen. Yeah. Right. Know? Yeah. And it's and I know we all feel that because. Mm-hmm. The technology is such a part of our lives and in so many ways such a good thing. But I, uh, my focus is on, is I think right now it's on quality time mm-hmm. and, and yeah, quality time at the gym. Like when I get to work out, work out. You like don't think about work. Like think about what you want to do or like the song you want to hear or the podcast you want to listen to. Like I just, I feel like time is already flying so fast and I don't want to fill the time with crap. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. just like yeah. fluff. Like, For sure. Yeah. Well, that that's how I feel too. I mean, I think we talked about that. Like the quality time is huge, but I also just like in terms of seasons, like being, you know, getting older in perspective on things. Like I think I was telling, like I used to do a lot of wood art and yeah. be creative. And that's what also what you pulled out of me. Like when we got mm. together, it was something that was kind of dormant and then kind of got back into it. But like now, like I really, this was a year where I just worked a lot more than but then I have the perspective to be like, oh, I could get back to that. You yeah. Know? So that's like, we appreciate like working hard and getting to a certain level and then stepping back and be like, oh, I can get back maybe being more creative in a certain perspective. So that's kind of my, the, my look on seasons now. It's like, all right, that was what this was, time was for. Mm-hmm. I can look back on what a past season was and try to get back into that. So it's quite a, what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. You're very creative. So I think it's going to be a good 2020. Thank so you. for you and everybody. Why do you think she pulled it out of you? Like, what do you think it was that yeah, made a, you find that creativity? Because she's super creative. Um, and I, I think it's just when you're comfortable with someone, you know, mm-hmm. and when someone gives you the freedom to kind of be yourself, I'd say. And I think that was definitely, you know, her wanting to start a creative business. I'm like, oh, I... I like that, that, and I can be creative and like have night. So that is definitely, and I think that's just any healthy relationship. You're going to yeah. pull the best out of your partner or spouse, whoever it is. And we talk about that too, about like, you know, when we were simplifying things in our home and getting rid of things and, you know, we weren't trying to force anyone to do what we were doing by any means. And it's, it's kind of like with teaching too in the classroom, it's like, words are different than actions and Mm -hmm. if you show someone that you're happy and you go through the motions of it's like people are drawn to that and they want to be like that or be around that so it's just kind of interesting hearing that that's kind of what motivated you is just seeing her dive into creative things and then that was like i like that energy i like seeing you Mm -hmm. happy so that makes me want to do it Mm -hmm. without you coercing or forcing Mm -hmm. him like this is what you should do yeah nobody wants to be told what to do it's so that's just interesting to hear that cool yeah 
And it sounds like you guys complement each other very well. I, th I think Jill's more of the creative, mm -hmm. I would say, out of the both of us. Yeah. I mean, she grew up with a very artistic mind. Like, for me, I feel like it's a, a little bit more work for me to be creative. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I'm in the marketing field. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, she, I feel like creativity is very natural for her and it rubs off on me. And so it helps me. She challenges me to think a little yeah. bit differently. And I just love that about our dynamic. And it sounds like you guys, you know, complement each other very well and, and are able to challenge each other to, you know, do things and, and create things. And, you know, obviously you have a very you know successful podcast and, and, you know, you guys are very supportive of each other. So, you know, it's really good to see that. So I'm really curious about like routines and rituals. So mm -hmm. I was just wondering, and you don't have, you can go into detail as much as you want, but like, what does a typical day look like for you guys? Because I think how you live your day is how you live your life. So it's just, yeah. I'm, I'm always curious on like what a, a day looks like. I know all days are different, but yeah. like, yeah. I'm going to give you an ideal day. <laughs> ideal day. Because right now, Noah Dungle has been waking up like a firecracker. <laughs> like, he wakes up. It pops out crack of bed. Crack a dawn. Yeah. He pops out of bed. We hear him. He immediately puts on his clothes <laughs> for the day. Nice. Like a firefighter. <laughs> yeah. And is ready to go. So he, that's kind of been his new normal for a little bit. And we're still working that's it out. A, that's 6 a.m. Yeah. Like whether wow. that's. Oh, yeah. He's on top of it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Whether that's just a moment or whether this is him, because in an ideal day, <laughs> while I'm very happy to talk to the firecracker, in an ideal day, he's still sleeping for a little bit. Um, I really love to get up early before the kids, yeah. and I drink a cup of, like to drink a cup of coffee by myself. No one. You, you're allowed sound to be very around. similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, I, I could, I love to read books from other people. I could read way too long but i try to just in an ideal day i'll read like 20 minutes of something that i find inspiring so that's not like not a not a fiction story it's like typically like non-fiction um either you know somebody's whatever inspiration or um sort of something in the self-improvement category or a book on do learning to do something like all that kind of stuff um i'm a big journaler that's kind of been a something that wasn't always just I would say in the past year or so really dedicating the time in the morning to writing out affirmations things I would like to achieve my gratitude starting out in the morning um, what I'm grateful for usually a good night's sleep and a hot cup of coffee and um, it depends on the day just what's going on if I if it's just me and the kids then um, you know getting we typically will all go to the gym i'll work out they get watched by somebody else it's lovely i'll do work <laughs> during nap time um if it's a daycare day that might have podcast scheduled um during the day or a photography client or nursing if i'm at the hospital it's a shift um but then so just kind of i try to just be present where i'm at so if i'm if i'm with them then we're doing that if we're at the gym we're at the gym if i'm working during their nap time do that or if they're at school do that and then make dinner um we may watch a show before we go to bed i might read a little more before we go to bed and then start the process all over again yeah what about you Brad? yeah so <laughs> i i get, journaling <laughs> i i'm not that's kind of one thing i want to get into but i get up super early i get up at 4 25 yeah every morning wow and then uh I go hey, to the gym. High five. Yeah. 450. There you go. There you go We're up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the force. Yeah. And, for the force. 
And so I go to the gym just for like mental health purposes, just to get my day started, clear my head. And it's also just nice because nothing's going on at that time, you know? So it's it's pretty dead. I remember going up and going at that time. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) and then I usually leave for work at 630 across the bridge. That's kind of when I do my kind of gratitude things, kind of like pray or like am grateful in the car talk about like what i'm grateful for so it's kind of like verbal journaling if you will and then work and then come home and then be with the kids and then watch a show maybe and then we <laughs> should go to sleep at probably like nine, nine. yeah nine or ten <laughs> yeah but like and it. and then yeah start it over what time do you guys go so you are usually around nine right eight thirty i'm in bed by eight thirty yeah. and i I usually just crash, but sometimes if I have time, I like to read. Um, like I'm reading the no asshole rule right now, which is really yeah. fun. Um, but I'm the same way with like, I don't journal, but yeah. in the car, I listen to podcasts yeah. and sometimes I say things out loud yeah, like yeah. I'm grateful for, or this is going to sound really weird, but to ground myself, I'll think of worst case scenarios of things yeah. and that immediately puts me in perspective. Like that would be a lot worse. So I'm really grateful that I don't have that. But yeah, for sure. It's it's very unromantic. I always say it's unromantic. I don't have a, I used to journal and now I don't because I get up and Lucille most of the time is up and sometimes I nurse her before yeah. I go to work. So it's really in the car and just listening to a podcast or saying things out loud to myself. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting to hear similarities with commuting and mm-hmm. I'm going to get where you are one day, maybe Amy, with the it's, journaling, as, because as I, I enjoy said, writing. I do. Ideal day. I, yeah. day, I love it. I do. Days in between where that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, there's, so it's You're not good a perfect... at the journaling, though, at night. I do like a journal. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Every night you before you go to bed, you're good at that. I, um, I find that I am, I wake up more patient and mm-hmm. excited for the day. I, in the journal, in the, and when I go to before bed, I just write out like little fun things that happen during the day. It's never, That's awesome. it's just like, you know, Noah did this or we went to the library and got a silly book. It's just like, what was, what was so good today? What was so good today? What, what would I, if I was reading this in five years, what would I want to know about this day? So. That's awesome. That's very yeah. cool. And my memory's horrible. So that would Same. be great to like look back and be like. Listen, I remember this. I probably wouldn't have known it unless I written it down. So yeah. And how long does it take you? Do you would you say? Not long. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like a one-page thing, and sometimes it's just like three sentences, and then sometimes it'll be like a full page and a half, where you're just like, you know, something is just really sweet, and you're just like, oh, self, I want to remember this. Or I think if they were to read it, you know. Maybe I'm dead. And like, I mean, it sounds terrible, but like maybe they would read it. Maybe they'd be the next ones and that they would read it and they'd be like, oh man, wow, that sounds like a great day. Like with mom, dad. Well, that's great too. And you know, not only that, but we look at this podcast as something that, you know, if God forbid something happens or even when just Lucille's a little bit older and wants to find out what her parents were doing when she was born in the first couple of years of her life or however long we decided to do this, that, you know, she could always go back and listen to this, hear our voices, think of like the ways that we were trying to raise her and and the things, you know, so, you know, we, it was kind of one of those epiphanies we were talking about in an episode and I was just like, you know what, this is really like, you know, a way for us to calorie. If nobody, nobody listens to this podcast, (laughs) at least it's probably the same thing, you know, if if nobody listens to it, you have this document, you know, that, that your kids can listen to and just kind of say, wow, my mom was an amazing person, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, look at what she heard that way too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I really am. They're going to think you guys are badass. Same with your kids. Listen to all the work you do and 
like both of you. I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And I, w- I go to bed at 1030. <laughs> 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 um, I want to go. Bed, yeah. I, so I, I used to, I've always was a night owl. Yeah. Like it used to be midnight. And then, you know, when Jill and I started dating, I probably was like 11. And then when Lucille was born, it's between 10 and 1030 yeah, yeah. now. Like I, I'm the sports guy. So yeah, with yeah. baseball, you know, I, Baseball usually ends at 10 o'clock. Um, you know, Caps usually play at 7, so they're done by 9.30. Yeah. So if I am going to watch TV in the evening and, and not do anything, then, you know, I'm usually watching that. Otherwise, it's stuff with the podcast or um, stuff with work, just mm-hmm. kind of trying to get creative. Sometimes I'm creative before I go to bed. Yeah. So if I have something I want to work on for work, I'll, I'll get out my laptop and, and do that too. But uh, I do want to get better at getting up earlier because I am that six to six thirty get up and then out the door mm. by seven fifteen. So I'm really not scrambling in the morning, yeah. but I have to be very on For top sure. of it in order to get out. And I do try to spend a couple minutes with Lucille mm-hmm. before uh, walking out the door, but I can do better. <laughs> but I like because everything you guys talked about, it's you're doing something throughout your day that fuels you to be yeah. better or kinder or more patient or more grateful. So that just speaks loud when I feel like some people are like, I don't have the times. Like you make time to oh, make yourself yeah. or to prime your yeah. mind to be a certain way. And I feel like there's like no excuses. Like I keep saying I don't have time to journal, but I, I do. I just have to carve the time and make it happen. Like yeah. even if it's with Lucille and she's scribbling with me or something, yeah. you know, I just think that's just hearing what you guys are doing to make yourselves be happier people is just, it's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. So we've established you both are very creative people. <laughs> so right now, what are you working on that you're enthusiastic about? Oh, um, I'm working on a new website rebrand of my photography site, which Ooh. I'm actually really excited about because it's really cool and uh, it had some some good video elements, which I know you're, which I'm pumped to share. So that'll be for the new year. Um, the podcast, just keeping it going and. Um, you know, just continuing to be inspired as it comes because so far it's been like the one thing I will say that I've ever done that has really pushed me out of my comfort zone and um, continues to do that. And it's and the answer to what's next isn't always like super easy or foreseeable. So I think it's just to keep going in whatever way that manifests and just to see that unfold. So... So yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm all ships ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, just to, just to, I still love so much what I get to do. And so just to continue to love it and see it through. Yeah, for me, it's, this is kind of a a dead time for my work because I'm in sales. So it's like a decompressing Mm -hmm. to get into 2020. But like a lot of creative stuff, always about like our house, you know, we have an old house and we remodeled a garage to an office. So kind of like that has kind of been a creative thing to like, what are we going to do? Yeah. We're going to build yeah. a desk. Yeah, <laughs> so like those are things that I've um, been super creative, you know, and excited about. So yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. And I think some people don't realize they're creative. I think everyone is born with that. They just oh, need the time same. and space mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. process it all. And like, even if it's cooking, like something so simple, my mom you know, used to be creative when she was a kid and would draw and then she kind of stopped. And now that she has the space and time, it's like she's coming up with all these new meals to have ready when we come in the door. And she's like, I concocted a new rice dish and I used what you had. And I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. like, but now she has the space and time to kind of let those thoughts come out. And I think that's 
that's just amazing when that you have that time and space, like decompressing from work or, you yeah. know, just being with the kids and just something pops in your head. Um, so I think that's it's just phenomenal to hear how creative thinking can just be and look so different for sure. individuals. Um, okay, so we're getting to the end. And close, I'm yeah. a huge quote fanatic. Like I have quote books around my house. Like I am always digesting quotes. Um, so I would love to hear if you guys have just a one quote that is like resonating with you, resonating with you currently. Oh yeah, I know exactly what it is. Um, it's something that I stumbled upon. It's just, it's very simple, but straight to the point. <laughs> um, Kelly Hampton is a mom that wrote a book called Bloom now probably eight years ago because I remember reading it in the middle of the night while working in a NICU shift and so a long, long time ago. Um, but she had a daughter that has Down syndrome, um, this beautiful little girl, but she has wrote this book for her called Bloom and um, she recently made this line of, what is the company she worked with? Because I was telling you, Pendleton? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, but they were, she made these like flags you could hang on your wall. And, oh, and yeah. it says, yes, you, you can. Oh, yeah. Yes, you can. And it's so simple. Mm-hmm. But like, I'll think mm-hmm. of that, you know, when I'm going down a rabbit hole. I can't do that because, you know, I don't have the time and it's just me. I'm just working on it here by myself. And then I'll just remember that. And yes, you can. Like, why can't you? Like, mm-hmm. the hers to her daughter is. You know, like if ever, if other people can do it, so can you. So mm-hmm. like, yes, you can. It may not look like that person's. It may not be perfect and polished as this person with this team. But like, yeah, you can still do it. Yes, you can. So yeah. I've just, that's kind of been my little mantra to myself. It's on, so simple. To yeah. say it's so simple. So you remember, you remember it. Yeah. 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 It's not, you don't have I to quote it. Aristotle. You can just <laughs> yeah. rip it out. So yeah. I think our studio needs a little yes, you can yeah. sign flag. I agree. Mine's simple too, and I'm a huge Ravens fan, so it's there we go. Lamar, it's when he wears the shirt after the post game. Nobody cares, work hard. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. That is fantastic. Yeah, so. nobody cares, work hard. And I, but it's I, so I, true. Though. And like that can be anything. Yeah. you know, it's kind of like you know, nobody cares. Like, do you? Mm-hmm. You know, or yeah. you know, like nobody cares. It's like worry about your family. Like, like yeah. all, and like in any aspect of mm-hmm. life, it can apply. And I kind of, I like how, I like simple things too. Like yeah. That, so. I love, love both it. of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you can. I love no how one cares. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, another thing that we like to leave our listeners with is like one thing that they can do to take action like right now. Um, you know, it could just be something simple or it could be something long term, but you know, if you could give one actionable tip for people uh, who are trying to live a more intentional, happier life, you know, what would that be? Oh, yeah, I know exactly the, for this, too. Um, I've gotten a similar sentence, I will say, in my six years of creative business. And it just comes up in a different forms, but it's kind of said the same way. And, um, you know, I'll have people say to me, it's so cool that you started this thing. Like whether it's the photography or XOX Adventures or this podcast, like so cool that you started this thing. And it just seems like you, you know, you can just tell your heart's in it. And I'd love to start something, but I just, I don't know what it would be or I'm not creative. And, you know, I think essentially people are saying that they feel stuck. They just, it's, it's like, I see that you've done something that's, was a little just not on your linear path and 
And that's very cool, and I admire that, and something in me is drawn to that, but I, I don't know what I would do for myself. And I think we get so lost in trying to find the perfect answer. Mm-hmm. We get so lost in trying to find the perfect answer, and and the the big answer is there isn't one. Yeah. <laughs> like, spend so much less time trying to figure out what that one perfect thing would be or that one beautiful ornament on the tree mm-hmm. is and pick something that speaks to you and run towards that because we all have something and it's just a matter of whether you want to admit that thing or whether you're comfortable enough to say it or share it with your friends or like start researching it or get up early to learn about it like we all have that thing and we hinder ourselves when we don't let yourselves go towards it Mm -hmm. so I just I think you know just we all it's too much concern on it being perfect and there needs to be more focus on just doing it because guess what like one thing leads to the next our furniture business led me to realize that all of the photographers i was meeting had taught themselves and uh, so you teach yourself photography and the next thing you know you're like oh my gosh i could record my voice and put it into a podcast (laughs) like you can't get there if you don't start the one thing that's going to lead to the next thing so that's what i always try to encourage people like stop looking stop you already know what the answer is just run towards that and and the rest will work itself out and if not, your three-year-old will really make you laugh when he dances, and it will be all good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think for me, it's like kind of along the same lines, like starting anywhere. But I think people are afraid to fail, which I think is what you're kind of getting at too. Yes. So, like for me, failure's progress. Like you, absolutely. Yes, you know, and and that's I've always found like whenever I'm like uncomfortable or in the in like not doing something I, th- I want to be better at, then you just actually do get better at it, you know? And then if you fail, you're going to, you get back up and you figure it out. And that's kind of the whole thing. And it goes back to like, just when you grow up, you think everyone that's older than you knows things. Like I always thought my dad knew everything. And then you get to <laughs> a certain true, age yeah. and you're like, everyone's walking around, don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to figure it out and like putting on a, a show. Yeah. Like, so it's like, you know, and when you get that perspective you're like oh i could do anything i could at least try anything yeah and maybe i can do it maybe i can't maybe i'll get good at it maybe i won't but at least i've tried you know and then exactly you get it you start a furniture business and then you start a photography business and then you yeah start figuring that out sure so that's yeah. what i always think I feel like you do learn the most through the struggle. And I have this slogan that I've just started telling myself, like I am the expert at me and nobody else. So it's like whatever I think is best for me, it's like it is. So no matter what you tell me or what story you're trying to tell me or convince me, it's like, sorry, like I know me, this is what's best for me. And yeah, I I think that's great. Yeah. There's great actionable tips, like just. And every time, well, I'm always thinking just like jog my mind like when things are going well sometimes like i gotta like fabricate something to like <laughs> get like make it harder or something because it's like you don't learn anything yeah mm-hmm. when you're like when stagnant they, yeah and when it's things just, are yeah. things are great i mean it's good like yeah. everything's great but like you're not learning or you're not getting better and it's like when things are too good i'm like what something we gotta figure something out <laughs> or, or like fabricate something to make things harder so and I heard a quote, it's like, life isn't about not having problems. Life is about having the problems you want to have, like good yeah, problems. So for sure. like life is never, there's never not going to be like an issue or a struggle. And if it is, like you said, it's, where's the fun in that? Yeah. <laughs> That's, there's no joy in that. Yeah. But, um, ah, this was an awesome conversation. Yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah. So 
you obviously have a podcast. So how can people connect with you? Oh, fun. Um, well, people can do that a couple different ways. You can follow along on Instagram at either Moms Who Rule the World, which is the podcast, or me personally, which is Amy McCarthy Dunkel. And that's a mix of photography, podcast, coffee, <laughs> children. children. Um, random shenanigans. Um, so either of those have a have a website too, but really, well, lovepointphotography. Lovepointphotography.com is the is photography. Just follow me, and I'll lead you to, <laughs> I'll lead we'll you to the, the other places. We'll put that in the show notes yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, and you can find me on there. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you're on Instagram too, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you're like Mr. Love Point. Yeah, right? Mr. Love Point. Because it. it used to be uh, Amy's. Our first business was XOXO Vintage. That was like the furniture business, and then I had I just was like Mr. XOXO Vintage. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I li- we live on Love Point Road, so I'll just change it to Mr. Love Point. Because <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we. I'm always changing things at the new year. Not like. <laughs> I'm not a big resolutions girl, but I'm just like, a, let's whip out a new website. Let's do it. <laughs> so last year, he's like, you're changing your Instagram name? Okay. It's like, it's a big deal. It's all full circle, you know. <laughs> a few trips over the sun. That's awesome. Well, we will put that in the show notes as well so that people can get in touch with you. Yes, follow them. Yes, definitely. <laughs> do it. But thank you guys so much. This was awesome. You made this first interview very easy for yeah. us. <laughs> um, Even though I screwed up. In the beginning. Well, but no you guys will know that. Yeah, no, no one's going to know that. No one's going to know that. You did great. You guys are rocking it. This setup seems is very professional. Yeah. I'm. We pulled this table from out off of our patio <laughs> yes. this morning. Was, and was you have the work. arm. The blue Yeti arm. Yeah. It's a nice little package that it came with. Yeah, so, I don't you know, have that. It's uh, it's worked for us for the past year. And, That's what it's called, know. an arm. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I was like, it's on the standy thing. Someone was asking me about it. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Cool. But thank you all so much. This was amazing. We hope you all enjoyed this. And uh, we will talk to you all again next week. See you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for having us. All right, folks, that'll do it. Our first interview in the books. Yes, and we are just truly grateful for Amy and Brian to take the time to come chat with us and just sharing their story on the podcast. I mean, I hope you all got some golden little nuggets out of this episode like I did because I think even though everyone does life a little bit differently, I think we can all learn a little bit from each other to live a happier and more intentional life. Hell yeah, Jilly. I second that. Awesome. Well, we want to thank you all for listening today. Remember, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend or on social media because sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action and action is how we are able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. And we will talk to you all again next week. See you later, guys.